Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're all having a fantastic day, as always, today. And I want to continue to encourage everyone, make sure you're keeping your body and mind strong right now, as there's a lot of obfuscation, a lot of distractions that are starting to occur that's why I've intentionally been trying to encourage people, you know, in 2023, if it's time for you to get back on the uh, healthy train, so to speak, and start training and exercising and eating clean, if you need that as the motivation, now's the time to do it because there's a lot of strange things that are happening all across the globe, especially here in the United States. And it's that time to make sure you're keeping your body in the shape that it needs. Because remember, the better shape your body is in, the better shape your mind is in and the better you are to communicate, talk, discuss, and encourage other people around you to do the same. And so we have numerous products on sale right now. If you need anything at healthmasters.com and the product of the week, the COQ10 Ubiquinol on sale right now. You guys remember I discussed in detail last week the research study that came out entitled Micronutrient Supplementation to Reduce Cardiovascular Risk. And ironically enough, when you did the research on it, if you actually looked at all of it, they found that CoQ10, folate, and omega-3 fats were the top three micronutrients for cardiovascular health with COQ10 decreasing all causes of cardiovascular mortality events in the research study they did showing you how important it is, why you need to have a very high-end CoQ10, and this is why we use the bioactive antioxidant ubiquinol form that your body can immediately uptake and absorb in order to increase overall cardiovascular health because remember, there's a lot, and I mean there are a lot of bogus, cheap, synthetic CoQ10s on the market. I remember years ago, it was probably two years ago, I was at Sam's Club right during kind of the whole COVID thing. I had to go in and get some stuff, and I remember getting a huge fight with them about masks, and I wouldn't wear one. Finally, they just let me go. And I remember I was going down the aisle, and I cut through the vitamin aisle at Sam's Club. And I remember there's all these giant mega bottles of CoQ10. And I stopped real quick. So I looked at them because they were like this bright, bright red and liquid, you know, like clear capsules in the bright red. And I grabbed the ball and I looked at it. And I said, what is this garbage? You know what I mean? There's, there's no way this is natural CoQ10. And I looked at it and sure enough, it was total synthetic form of CoQ10. And it had red 40 added to it to make it appear like it was actually a true CoQ10. And it was like a giant bottle for like 1999. I mean, it is dirt cheap. And the problem with this is a lot of the CoQ10s, they're simply a powder that comes out of China in CoQ10. That's what they call CoQ10 powder. They go in and reconstitute it in an oil suspension. They add food coloring and other stabilizers to it so it doesn't separate. They soft gel it. They throw it in a bottle, and they sell it to the general populace. And people think, oh, I'm taking CoQ10, when in reality, all you're taking is some Chinese garbage with a bunch of glycerin and gelatin in it with Red 40, and it's doing absolutely zero. So by all means, do your own research on CoQ10. I have lots of studies on the website. All you have to do is click CoQ10 in the search bar, and you can look up all types of different topics revolving CoQ10 and the reason why you want to have the top tier nutrient when you're actually talking about overall cardiovascular health. So that will be on sale on the website for product of the week healthmasters.com. Be sure to check that out. And I saw an article earlier coming into this. This is interesting because Rasmussen poll now <laughs> did a study and nearly half of Americans think 
COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained, unexplained deaths, and more than a quarter say they know someone that they think has died from the COVID shot. Yeah, this is Rasmussen polls. You know, they've done all kinds of – some of them are good, some of them are bad, but they're publishing some stuff now that's clearly showing the American population is starting to wake up. And they found that 49% of American adults thought it is likely that the side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine have caused a significant number of unexplained deaths, including 28% who think it is very likely. 37% don't say a significant number of deaths have been caused by the vaccine side effects. 17 who believe it's not at all likely. And another 14% are not sure. 28% of adults say they personally know someone whose death they think was caused directly from the shot. And another 10% said they were not sure, and 60% said they didn't know or don't. So this is interesting because, I mean, this is showing you about half of the American populace in this survey is starting to think there's a serious problem going on with these shots. And again, I mean, like I said, you got to kind of have your head under a rock if you haven't started to figure this out now. Because, I mean, what we've seen just in the last few months with so many – NFL stars like the uh, Hamlin, DeMar Hamlin yesterday, I brought that up with numerous other ones all over the world from the soccer teams in, in Europe. And I said this before, you know, what if these shots are being specifically designed to cause people to have severe blood clots and heart attacks when they're extreme athletes and they're pushing their cardio system to the max? Wouldn't that be a very effective way to prevent people from being able to, say, stand up and resist? being able to stand up and, say, fight, say, stand up and defend themselves. All of a sudden, your body's so full of blood clots, you don't even know it from these shots you keep getting. All of a sudden, you get in a severe altercation or defensive point where you need to take care of your family or protect your country. All of a sudden, you go into a massive cardiac arrest. Just throwing that out there, pretty strange times to see. And what's interesting about this, as you see this Rasmussen poll going out, we're now starting to see there's a report on a recent meeting of the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation officials who seem to be preparing for possible bank runs. Jamie White reported on it. He said that the FDIC insures about $9 trillion of bank deposits with only $125 billion worth of assets currently available. Keep in mind that we already saw a bank run in 2022 with the FTX blowup where several cryptocurrency exchanges shut down preventing people from being able to withdraw their funds. In the second article, Michael Bryant recaps how COVID-19 was a global financial operation that prevented the financial system from crashing starting in the fourth quarter of 2019. Because anybody remembers in 2019, they started doing these massive, massive, massive repo loans to an extent we have never seen before in United States history. That was before COVID hit. Then suddenly COVID hits, and now there's this massive push to push all these COVID bills, all these COVID stimmy checks, all these bailouts to basically keep the, the healthcare industry going, to keep businesses going, the PPP loans, whole trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of stuff. And there's been numerous economists that have said they per, per, believe that part of the COVID pandemic plan was designed to essentially do just that, and it was a global financial operation to keep the system from crashing. Well, now you see the FDIC officials are discussing this deal with approaching markets, 
and it looks like they're getting ready to plan for something. And so whether or not it's bank runs, whether or not it's people not trusting the government, whether or not it's a financial system starting to collapse again further and they use another excuse and another distraction, I don't know. But one thing I do know, and I have told this for to people recently – Always make sure you have some backup hard assets on hand, whether that be some little bit of backup cash in a safe place, whether that be some silver, whether that be a little bit of gold, whether that be even some coinage, and whether that be a good amount of ammunition. Whatever you choose, that's your choice. I'm not giving you financial advice, but what I am saying is always be diversified at least slightly, especially in the physical realm because there's been times in numerous other countries where people go to the banks and all of a sudden you can get your money out. Because remember, the entire banking system is based on fractional reserve lending. <laughs> this is what a lot of people don't understand. The money that is out there in loans that is out there that is leveraged doesn't exist. If you say you've saved up all of your money and you've put a million dollars in the bank and you have a million dollars in savings in your savings account – that bank can now loan $40 million in loans off your $1 million in cash. Now, what's funny about this is a lot of people don't realize this. This is why I got so irritated when I would see these completely and totally ridiculous interest rates with people as far as that they, you know, you put your money in a savings account, oh, you're getting like 0.25% interest. What nobody bothers to talk about is that the $40 million that you basically are – or the, the, the $1 million you have in the bank, they are loaning out to $40 million that they're collecting interest on all of that money. So when you go in and so all of a sudden you come in and you say, I need to cash out my million dollars in cash. I need my cash. They will tell you no. 100% guarantee if you go in to request a million dollars in cash or cashier's check, they will not release it the day of. They will tell you they have to make sure they get funds ready, and if you get cash, they will tell you they have to order it. It's going to take anywhere between 7 to 14 days to get the cash in, and if you want a cashier's check, they're going to have to make sure they have the funds available for you, and they will hold the money. They will not release that much cash. I promise you that. This is the reason why because most of the time you have it in a savings account or a money market account, and there are terms and conditions that you never read when you have your money in those savings or money market accounts that you're building interest on that states that the money available is contingent on what the available balance is in the bank at the current time. So they have to go in now and try to call in a ton of notes and replenish that cash value with other accounts in order to feed you your money. This is why I've always told people, make sure you have external cash or other supplies available, whatever that may be. Again, not giving you financial advice. That is my opinion on what people should do that are trying to be prudent with their funding. But keeping all of your eggs in one basket, especially this big, giant, perverted, manipulated, Pharisee-ridden banker cartel that we have right now, <laughs> keeping all your eggs in that one basket, not the best decision to make. What do you think, Dad? <laughs> I've got to give a little background again. I've, I've covered this before and several years ago. I'm going to do it again. If, let's say, a group of investors got together and they bought the island of Grenada or any island, pick an island, doesn't matter. It could be any island. Let's use Grenada example. Everybody's heard of Grenada. And they basically needed to have money after they bought the island because now they're broke. So they go to somebody like you know the World Economic Forum or Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates or another one of their flunky boys that they use and they fund. And they go to Bill Gates. Let's use him. Everybody knows him. And they say, Bill Gates, we need to borrow a billion dollars because we've bought the island, but now we're broke. 
So we need to have working capital to maintain infrastructure, maintain roads, maintain electrical, maintain utilities. We need a billion dollars. And Bill Gates goes, okay, I'll loan you a billion dollars. I'll give it to you in Bill Gates money, right? Basically what the Federal Reserve has done in the United States in 1913. And all of a sudden Bill Gates gives us a billion dollars with his picture on it. Okay. And he charges us 7.2%, 7 right? That's the rule of 72. So in 10 years, we're, we are basically going to owe him a billion dollars back. So he gives us a billion. We use the money for 10 years. We rotate it through the economy. And in 10 years, he suddenly says, okay, you owe me a billion dollars in interest, plus you owe me the original billion that you bought and that you borrowed. And the, all of a sudden you look at him and you go, but I can't do that because we only – borrowed a billion we didn't borrow another billion in interest so now we no longer have any money and we owe you a billion dollars well at that point in time he can go ahead and call the loan in and seize your island of grenada if he wanted to but it's better not to do it that way it's better to go ahead and loan you another billion dollars to pay the interest and make that part of your national debt of the island of grenada and so this goes on and on and on and this is what's gone on into perpetuity for over 100 years in the united states so when, 19, when 2008 hit and the banking sector started to collapse, it was because of liquidity. There wasn't enough money in circulation to handle the outstanding balances that were due. In other words, so many derivatives were set out there at 40 to 1 that there was literally quadrillions of dollars in debt on less than $1 trillion in currency. Now, you guys can look at the numbers of this. The M1 money supply for the United States in 2008 was less than a trillion. It was like $800 billion. That's all the money that was printed. Okay, but there were quadrillions, over a thousand trillion dollars out there that had been basically pledged against this 800 billion. That's what happened to Bear Stearns. That's what happened to Lehman Brothers. That's happened to so many of these other big banking institutions. They basically got snapped off because of the derivative exposure. There wasn't enough money to pay the bills, and you see this every single time. It's what between there wasn't enough money being printed to pay the bills. Let me put it that way. So the debt had to increase. That's what all of this COVID money was about. All the COVID stimulus checks. It wasn't going to the people, we the people. It was going to fund the bankers. It was going to fund the big banks. It was going to fund the military industrial complex because there wasn't enough cash left because the liquidity was drying up. So they had increased liquidity. This is what we have the inflation for right now because we massively increased the amount of money in circulation. And this is what always happens with a fiat-based currency. It always comes to an end where it can no longer sustain itself because the debt load is so high. It took over 100 years for the great United States of America to do this. Remember, in 1913, the United States was the largest creditor nation in the world. Everybody owed us money. You know, A lot of the wars have been fought. They borrowed money from us. They owed us money, 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 money because we could print debt-free currency. The Congress could. In other words, there weren't any interest payments going back to the uh, Pharisees and the Rothschild banking cartel and all the weirdos that Jesus ran out of the temple with a whip. These guys weren't running the money show yet. You know, they already killed Abraham Lincoln. You know, John Wilkes Booth was an agent of the Rothschild banking cartel. Do some research on that. You know, and, and so I don't care for Lincoln because but at the end he finally stood up and said, I'm not going to do this. Andrew Jackson threw these guys out 20 years before the Civil War when he got rid of the Bank of America. They got put into the United States after the Revolutionary Wars in 1812 to stop the War of 1812. And so they're always a bunch of vipers. That's what Jackson called them. You, you den of thieves, you vipers, you vermin. And, and, and this is the same group that always has run everything. These are the ones that use the Babylonian money magic. This is the one that basically were using the unjust scales that caused the actual end and, end and demise of the Roman Empire because the Roman Empire went broke over the same reason. So all of this stuff is what Austin talked about earlier. There's not enough money in circulation. That's why they want to take us to a debt-free or to a uh, digital currency system. That way they don't have to worry about producing cash at the bank. 
that doesn't matter. They can just add more dots and dashes, you know, on the screens and it'll take care of it. They don't have to go to the treasury and start printing money and printing money and printing money and printing money. They don't have to do that anymore. And remember, the federal the, the, the treasury was taken over by the Exchange Stability Fund in 1933, 1934. Anyhow, when the bank of the federal the first federal bank of New York uh, basically took over the treasury to control all of this stuff and control the value of the dollar. You guys can do the research on it. There's a seven-part series called the Exchange Stability Fund. It's on YouTube. I posted it many times. Everybody needs to watch it. You'll understand how they've done this and how they use the drug money to basically run black ops for the CIA, and it's all part of this network. It's all controlled by organized crime, all of it. The Jewish mafia, the Italian mafia, the Irish mafia, I mean the mafiosa groups all over the world work together in concert to control this. That's how they control the media. That's how they control you know, the betting out of Vegas. That's how they control professional football. Now they've got a problem with, with Hamlin because Hamlin supposedly, and I've read this multiple sources, was brain dead on the field. He basically, he was done. He was gone. He was dead. And they got his cart started back up again, but you know, you know, you're not hearing any updates because they're keeping, you know, they have feds posted outside of the hospital to prevent any potential rioting because they know that there's a problem because no one has died on the field in the NFL in over 50 years. And this was not that hard. I mean, he tackled somebody. It wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, I've seen tackles that were a hundred times harder than this, but his heart stopped. And like Austin said, are you pushing yourself too hard when you have all these clots in your system? And remember too. When you're playing football and you're playing athletes or athletics, you guys know how – even when you're skiing, you get really dehydrated really fast. body requires huge amounts of liquid, and if you get dehydrated, the blood gets thicker. Now you start having problems, don't you, because now the blood is thicker, heart's pumping harder, and now you have these clots because of the shot in these narrowed arteries, and all of a sudden something breaks loose, and boom, the heart stops. It's like that. You may have taken an impact, and boom, so it broke loose a clot, heart stopped, brain dead. Then they had to restart his heart again in the hospital because they don't want to lose this guy. This is a big deal for the NFL. You know, this is a, this is a basically a giant, you know, operation. That, you remember the NFL is not, they're, they're not, they're not, they're, they're not as a, they're not, they're not listed as a sport. They're listed as entertainment. That's how they're, that's how they're, that's why they avoid all the regulation. They can do whatever they want to do as far as who wins and who doesn't win. And now we got, you know, a couple old geezers that are doing good again as quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and basically, they're you know coming back up again. And so we have the masses of the opiate. This is the opiate for the masses again. You got the royal family. You got the NFL. You got professional wrestling. You've got the TV show Yellowstone. What are you going to call it? All this stuff are opiates for the masses to keep the minds, the population of the planet off of what's really happening. But this bond, this Ponzi scheme and the banking system. It's a bad it's a bad thing, guys, and we're coming to the terminal end of this as far as another reset because we can't sustain this national debt, and that's why they had to print trillions and trillions and trillions. COVID stimulus bill one, COVID stimulus bill two, COVID stimulus bill three, now four, now it's on and on and on. And we're like, why do they pass trillions of dollars? It's not because they're trying to help people who don't have jobs anymore. They're trying to maintain the banking sector. That's what it's always about. It's, it's so insane when you actually look at it because they're putting all this money back into circulation trying to stop the failing of the Ponzi system they built. That's a big Ponzi system. If any of us try to do what the bankers do and loan 40 to 1 with money in our bank account, we all go to jail for <laughs> a Ponzi scheme because we, it's not legal for us. But they're above the law, according to Alan Greenspan. They don't answer to the laws of the United States of America. They're an independent organization that's not subject to the Constitution or the laws of the United States. Listen to what he said about all that. And that's the problem that we have with all of this. Let me give you some verses of the Bible today, though. This is, this is something I, we need to understand, who the power of God is. This is out of Deuteronomy. It's Deuteronomy 7, and it's verse 9. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God. Amen. Great, I am. He, I'm adding that. He is a faithful God, keeping his covenant 
of a love to a thousand generation of those who love him and keep his commandments. Now I'm going to re-say that again. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a caveat in there. Keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations for what? To do who? To those who, quote, number one, love him. Thou shalt have no other gods before me and keep his commandments. For those who hate him, he will repay to their face by destruction, and he will not be slow to repay their face to those who hate him. Therefore, take care to follow his commandments, decrees, and the laws. Now, God's telling you here that he's got this covenant, and this is with the ancient Israelites, but they have to obey him, and they can't be setting up you know, killing their own children with these different gods. He goes on this verse 16. He says, you must destroy all the peoples that the Lord your God gives over to you. Do not look on them with pity and do not serve their gods. For if you do, they will be a snare unto you. That's why he tells us to come out from among them, be separate. And you have to understand that we cannot get ourselves involved with people that are doing things that are illegal or illicit or wrong. We can't be involved with Satanists. We can't be involved with people that are practicing witchcraft. We can't be involved with people that are sacrificing their children to Baal or to Moloch or to Asher via abortion. We just got to stand against that stuff because God told the Israelites, if you don't do this, if you don't obey my commandments and love me and you have these other gods before me, it's going to be a snare to you. And that's why he warns them not to be involved with these other peoples in these lands who he was giving them because he said they basically are doing all these horrible things and sacrificing and eating their children. Before it was over with, the ancient Israelites you know, started setting up altars to Baal and to Moloch and to Asherah and eating their children and sacrificing their own children. And it caused them to lose the covenant they had with God Almighty, and he had them scattered. He basically just got rid of them and destroyed them, and, and then Christianity came, and Christianity changed everything for all of us. You know, in John 14, 15, it says, uh, starting in verse 14, it says, if you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. That's pretty bold, isn't it, guys? <laughs> okay, think about that. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, the Holy Spirit, who will be with you forever. And so we need to understand that what happened in the New Testament versus the Old Testament is that God set forth his word, and he set forth his decrees, and he set forth his commandments for the Israelites to follow, and they couldn't do it. They, they weren't able to do it. They were unwilling to do it, whatever you want to say. They, 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 they didn't listen to him. When he, he changed all of that. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how the Old Testament and the New Testament were different. The Old Testament dealt with God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man, the dietary laws and the sanitary laws. In the New Testament, God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man changed forever, period. You know, sanitary laws and dietary laws, you still need to be obedient to them just for the sake of staying healthy. If you really want to get cancer really fast, start eating a lot of pork. You start having all kinds of health problems and immune system problems, start eating a lot of pork. If you really want to increase your risk of colorectal cancer and all kinds of health issues and parasitic infestation, eat a lot of pork. <laughs> yeah, I'm being facetious now. Don't eat pork at all. It's number one on my top ten list of foods not to eat. But the reality is, is that the dietary laws and the sanitary laws will never change as far as I'm concerned. And I think the Bible's pretty clear about that if you read it correctly in the Greek. Now, God's relationship to man, however, and man's relationship to man forever changed on the cross. When Christ came and he died for you and basically became a but the bearer of your sin became your transformer to bring you back to God. We've talked about that from an energy standpoint, a physics standpoint, many times on the show. He did something that's unprecedented, I guess, in the universe. He actually came himself as in the form of his son to restore you back. In other words, you no longer had to have sacrifices in the temple or anything else because Jesus now became the once and for all sacrifice for you as an omnipresent being. 
to create an eternal covenant between you and God Almighty through the shedding of his blood. That's incredible the way he did that. And, and once we understand that, it starts making more and more and more sense. Now, I'm going to read you this out of 1 John. This is another really, really good verse, 1 John chapter 3. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts and we rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than in our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, then we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask. Why? Here's the caveat again. Listen to me. And we receive anything we ask because we keep his commands and we do what pleases him. We have to please God. And this is his commandment now in the New Testament. He's summarizing it all. To believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. That's it. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit that he gave us. So everything changed with God's relationship to man and man's relationship to man. And he just made it. He, he gave you a big gift is what he did, friends. He just gave you a giant gift, a gift of eternal life through Christ to be with God forever. That's the beauty of the gospel, the good news. That's why it's called the gospel. It means the good news. The gospel of Jesus Christ is that we no longer have to be saved by works, by obeying certain rules and regulations and all the other things that were put upon the Israelites or having to go to the temple and sacrifice. God just said, I'm going to do it this way now. You tell, you believe who I am, that I'm the great I am, that I gave my son for you to restore you, to transform you back to me, to allow you to be sinless in my eyes and to allow you to understand who Jesus is and the blood that sanctified you and what it does and do what pleases me to the best of your ability. But if you don't get it right all the time, it doesn't matter because Jesus is there for you to be a sacrifice for you in the event that you mess up to continually restore you to me, to that of the Father, to put you in a covenant relationship with me. That's what God did for you. It's incredible what he did and the power that we have that raised Jesus from the dead dwells and lives in us because of this. It changed everything and that's why christianity is not being taught properly you know when we, when we understand what christianity really is and we understand who god is and what he's done for us through the cross and what he did by the blood covenant that he established for us when we get that and we see it what it does it completely makes us understand that the power that we have that raised jesus from the dead that's in us can change the entire world but we've got to be willing to step out and take hold of it like it says, there's an interesting email I got in. This is really good. It's from Kevin. And he was talking about the COVID narrative and the injections and fighting everything. And he's talking about the storm that just happened. And, you know, then the spirit, he said, answered him in a prayer about the COVID. He was fighting it. And he was talking about a dream. And then he said, the spirit said to his heart, how much will you, how much evil will you tolerate? And he goes, I began to see that my singular focus of one thing, COVID had blinded me to the other evils out there. And the pieces of the puzzle fit together. COVID is just a piece of it. And the picture, as you have said, this, talk about, this Ted Dawson Brower show now many times, is that inversion of turning everything up down. Now, here's what I'm reading in this letter. This is so good. He saw this snowstorm that came in that was nucleated. Okay, so it wasn't snow. It was something different. He goes, the inversion of turning everything upside down, snow that isn't snow, vaccines that are not vaccines, pandemics that are not pandemics, women that are not women, <laughs> men that are not men, people willingly ignoring their sense of self-preservation to receive dangerous gene therapy injections, it's so much bigger than one thing. 
It's, it's like, you, like you and Austin have said. The intent is to make the minds of men evil all the time, and they've almost succeeded. They're pushing hard to add that P to the end of LGBTQ for pedophile. Society's accepted and tolerated so much and so dare fight back. In more righteous times, the evil would hide in the hearts of men, but it didn't operate openly. But now the evil doesn't hide. It's a foul smog that fills the air. We breathe it daily. The rainbow flags I see everywhere are a sign of conquest. You know, your message about Amy Grant today troubled me enough that I had to look it up myself. And again, the message in my heart echoed. How much evil are we willing to tolerate? A lot of see a lot of the people in alt media are starting to push this humanist garbage called Gulch Gulch, which was invented by Ann Rand, who, by the way, was a Kabbalist. This idea, I'm adding that, this idea is that we should retreat from the world to set up our own little paradise where the smartest people would be. But again, that's deception. At what point do we stop retreating? As you and Austin have said over and over again, stand your ground. When we, when we retreat, we allow or tolerate more evil to take over. Humanists, and I'm going to add Kabbalist Luciferians, have pushed this idea that all we need to do is build our built is, is we need is our built-in moral compass to make the world a better place. The last three years have shown how easy it is to place a magnet against that moral compass and direct it anywhere. Wow. Man, I want to thank you for sending that letter to me. That was really, 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 really strong, Kevin. I just I appreciate the fact that you you brought that up and you said that to me because it, it makes all the difference in the world. When you say stuff and you send me letters like that that really encourage me, that ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com, it really makes me understand who you are, what you are, and how basically you guys are listening, and we're all learning together based on the, what the Word of God says. And then, uh, and then and we've got another letter that came in from Marla. And this is a really good one. She's so sweet. She's got her and her husband listen to the show every day. She goes, Ted, I hope you're doing great. Hope your family had a great Christmas. Awesome shows this week. Thanks for being honest with all of us. It's the works of the synagogue of Satan and those who are on the planet. Our time here is short. You lift my spirits. You have Jesus in your words, and those words speak to me. You cut through the lies of these evil people, and I testify to that truth. Fear is not God's will or plan for us. Jesus is the only way. Without his blood, here we go, guys, we would all perish. That's what we have to say to ourselves daily. You keep that in my life. I just want to tell you how absolutely grateful I am for you and for Austin. You raised your children right. You and Austin bring us the very best to the table every single day. No one is speaking up with the courage in the way that you all do. Keep on keeping on. God bless you always, your friend Marla. Guys, when you send me letters like this, it completely changes my dynamic for the day. It completely changes the way I feel for the day because I too, like you do, you know, we need to be encouraged and uplifted on a regular basis. That's why I want to thank you. I have my opportunity to pray for you again this morning. And when you pray for us, it makes all the difference in the world. And when you support us, you know, with health masters or, or donations to the show, it means the world to us because it lets us know that you're listening and we're making a difference. And I appreciate you guys. Oh, by the way, we're setting it up now. We're going to get it done hopefully the next couple of months. We're setting up a studio with cameras and microphones, and we're going to be coming live to you every day live you know via the internet via we can't youtube won't put us on <laughs> they already threw us off six seven years ago but we're going to be posting our stuff at about 12 different media sites and letting you guys know that we're here and we're stepping out and i love you guys and i appreciate you but you keep your hearts and minds in jesus my friends do what pleases him always remember who god is and what he did for you and who jesus christ is and the power that resides in you because you can do all things through christ who strengthens you you can't and you can stand your ground, like, like, like my buddy Kevin said on here. You, you can't just keep capitulating and stepping back, stepping back, stepping back to go along, to get along. Don't do that. Stand your ground stand firm in the words. You put on that armor of God, and you dig in. 
I don't care if you got to dig a foxhole. It doesn't make any difference. You don't move. Don't let them take any more ground. We don't have to give them this. There's only a couple hundred thousand of them on the entire planet. The problem is they control the money system, but that doesn't make a difference. And the media, but we know the truth. Once all of you guys are listening to the show, we know who they are. We know what they do, and we know that we have victory in Jesus, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us because we can stand against this mess. I love you guys. Awesome. What's your next story, bud? Well, that's well said, you know, because that's exactly the mentality that we saw a lot of people display during COVID was it was just kind of like, well, if we just get out of the way and we just kind of do our thing and we just let everybody, you know, we just kind of just just go along with what everybody continues to tell us to do. This will be over soon. I mean, you guys remember the constant narrative every single month in 2020? Oh, well, the numbers aren't where they need to be yet. Two more weeks, guys, to flatten the curve and the mask, and that's that's it. We've got it together now. Oh, well, you know what? It's not quite where it needs to be. We've now determined we are science, as Fauci clearly said, and it's going to be another month. It was the same thing over and over and over again. This is what they do with moving the goalpost all the time, and they're very, very good at it through psychological manipulation. This is why you have to become very well-versed in topics that you know and be educated in topics and be biblically savvy as well to understand what is actually being brought out that is truth and what is actually being brought out that is pure and total lies. Because like again, you see with the White House and the Biden administration, most of these politicians who are all bought and paid for, they just constantly lie. They, they literally just lie over and over and over again, blatantly, bold-faced lie to you. Everything is secure at the border. Biden's doing everything he can at the border to keep it secure. He's made monumental historical actions to secure the border. What, what are those actions? The fact you're questioning that means you're, you're helping the border not be secure. What does that even mean? You didn't even answer the question. No, next question. I mean, this is what they do all the time. And so because they know that everything they say is a complete bold-faced lie, they can't have a rebuttal. So what they do is they take the mic. They own the mic. Dad taught me this years ago. You know, if you're basically doing a radio show, you're doing a, a TV show, the, the host always maintains control over the microphone, so to speak. Because if you get somebody on there that starts going berserk or starts using massive profanity or starts saying some horrific stuff, you have to be able to cut the mic off on your show. And this is just something that occurs, and this is what they have done now, except it's not in a positive fashion to maintain continuity or maintain a positive message. They maintain the mic and don't let anybody say anything by saying, oh, you can't say this on Twitter or social media or Facebook. You're now banned because it's fake news. Well, why is it fake news? Well, our independent fact checkers have determined it's fake news, what you said. Well, how is it fake news? Well, they've just determined it. They've just determined it. They, they, they've researched it, and it's fake news. But it's not fake news. This is facts. Here's the fact. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. You're banned now. You're completely banned. You're shut down. You can't say anything now because you you questioned it and you're not you're not going along with what we told you to do. This is what they've done now. This is why it is so important that people constantly keep getting the truth out there regardless of what they think is fun, regardless if they think it is OK, because quite frankly, I'll tell you this, regardless of what occurs in the future, whether it be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, I know for a fact that I will be able to look back and say, I know I spoke what I believed. I encouraged my friends to do the same, and I encouraged them to take action with things and get involved and stand up. Was it a winning fight? Did we win the whole war? Well, at the very end, we know we win through Christ. So at the very end of it, at the very, very end, you know you win regardless. So doesn't that mean that we should all be working together to fight the best we can to run the good race, 
to continue to maintain the best we can for our children? I mean, we owe it to them, if anything, guys, as far as speaking the truth. I've told you guys before, that's why I'm so diametrically opposed to the perversion that they're putting into the school systems now. It's horrific. It's sadistic. It's, it's, it's pure perversion at its highest level. And yet it's supposed to be this new normal now. We're supposed to be talking to five and six-year-olds about extensive sexuality. That's not okay. It's just pure grooming from pedophile behavior. This is why Ted said they're trying to get the P and the LGBTQRS rest of the alphabet. That's like the last one they're waiting on is the P. They're going to do it if, we, if everybody keeps sitting back and pr- pr- pretending this is normal. When at any point in time in the United States did we start saying transvestite drag shows were family-friendly for kids? I'm just asking that direct question because this seems to be the new norm now. Drag show, family, kid-friendly. What? Wait, 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 when did that become normal? There's a reason why those establishments that provoke that perversion are always 18 and up to get in. They always have been. They always should be. Because there's a reason why you're considered an adult and you can go and go engage in adult behavior. The sad part about it is you've seen now very clearly parents go along with this agenda. And a lot of them, I think it's because they want to be part of the woke movement because they don't want to be ostracized or they don't want to be deplatformed or they don't want to get any flack or blowback from other people in the area or other people in their environment. And so it's easier just to start saying, well, we're just going to go along with this because this is the new cool hip thing. Remember I told you guys before I, the, the joke, that one meme, so I support the current thing. It was this joke with this like guy like drooling on himself and he had a Ukrainian flag and a COVID vaccine and all these things. I support the current thing. Whatever the current thing is, you tell me to support. I support it. Well, that's what people have been brainwashed into doing now. And the mainstream media has done such a good job of it. Yet there's a lot of people now that are coming out. There's numerous doctors all over the world in the medical community. They're talking about not just just you know talking about what's going on with the shot, but fully removing this thing from every platform and saying, dude, this isn't okay. Until you want to start going into five, six, seven, eight years of clinical trials of this RNA gene therapy, this product needs to be pulled off the market immediately. Hundreds of physicians now I have read articles and letters that they have talked about. We don't need any more research data collection on the general population of the United States to realize there's a problem with the shot and it's not working, period. So why in the world are we seeing the media blackout? Well, because there's a massive amount of money that's being funneled through the medical and pharmaceutical industrial complex. And in my opinion, a lot of that money is being funneled back through the companies that own them like BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, which is then trickling down into other factions, including, in my opinion – a lot of the congressional individuals and people in the U.S. government because there are too many people that have been complicit in this, and you have to be either a A, blithering idiot to still believe this thing is actually safe and effective, or you have to be willfully complicit and know something's going on with it, but you're not speaking up about it because you don't want to deal with the blowback or you don't want to have your funds or checks stop coming to you. Ooh, that's that's one that I've seen now starting to occur, be a very, uh, very relevant topic. In Germany now, this is interesting, German party, German conservative AFD party has now released what some might consider in Germany is the most critical data that indicates the harms from the COVID injection 
are being inflicted, at least on the German population, but overall worldwide. They came across statistical tracking systems for vaccine injury and overall deaths and mortality in Germany from non-COVID related. And the data analyst, Tom Lawson, found a massive increase in sudden and unexpected deaths for nearly over a year now on the data. And what has been recorded from insurance companies, a staggering increase in excess mortality figures. Still, the release of the data appears to be the first time correlated numbers confirm what on-the-ground stories have been telling us. Here's the study from the research that he's done. In 2017, there were an average of 14 deaths per day that were sudden and unexpected, meaning they weren't related from COVID or back then been the flu, anything like that, or cancer. These were sudden, unexpected deaths. People just... 14 a day in the country of Germany on average in 2017. 2018, again, there were 14 deaths per day on average, sudden and unexpected in Germany. 2019, there were 18 deaths per day, sudden and unexpected in Germany. See the correlation there? Average about mid-teens. Then suddenly, all of a sudden, you run the numbers up to 2021. There were 97 deaths per day, sudden and unexpected. We, in fact, since the first quarter of 2021 and each subsequent quarter, more sudden unexpected deaths than in all previous years combined. What's that's so it's more than quadrupling the number of sudden unexpected deaths here. It was completely unexpected and shocking. So effectively, this means that 70 or more sudden unexpected deaths are now occurring every single day in Germany. And the trend is still continually going all the way through 2022 on the data they compiled. And they're expecting to see the same thing in 2023. So. What suddenly has changed? Is it COVID's causing long COVID problems? No, it's not. I've already told people before, if they're having issues or problems with long COVID, you've got to detox your body and scrub out your, your cells. You've got to detox. The seven-day colonic cleanse is a great option. If you're not wanting to go that aggressive, start running the GHI cleanse with N-acetylcysteine. I've had numerous people tell me, well, I had remnants of you know, COVID after I got it. I'm like, your body needs to detox. You've got to get it out. One thing you can also do is fasting cleaning your body out even something as simple as you know morning fasting and drinking purified water all morning or going with a ghi cleanse fast first thing in the morning and then not eating until 11 or 12 o'clock and then going and making sure you're eating clean food like organic non-gmo food the thing you have to ask yourself is this if you've had a virus in your body if you've had something in your body that's toxic okay we know this with the spike protein does it make sense that you want to try to detoxify your body instead of adding on more toxic compounds on top of it? Majority of what I have seen with people when they have a hard time shaking a virus, any virus, it's because their body's immune system isn't where it needs to be. Now, whether that was from taking the shot or I'm really referring to now people that had not taken the shot, but they still had issues with it, which we see now long COVID, a vast majority of people is in people that have gotten the shot. But people that haven't, that have still had the long COVID symptoms, a lot of times their immune system has been fighting. And so other elements pop up because their immune system is working overtime. This means you've got to give everything you can to your body to keep it fighting off and boost your immune system. This means microdosing the vitamin C all day. This is making sure your D3 levels are at 50 or more on blood tests. This is making sure you're running the zinc and the iodine every day. And one of the biggest things people forget is cutting out the sugar and stimulants. 
Remember, when you start taking copious amounts of caffeine and stimulants or coffee every single day, your body's adrenal glands start becoming depleted, which means if you start getting sick, your body doesn't have the reserve energy that it needs to fight back. This also happens with sugar. Sugar knocks down your white blood cell counts and massively reduces your immune system. The same thing we've seen now with GMO foods with excess amounts of glyphosate. It massively wrecks the gut flora and the gut microbe. This means you're not absorbing the nutrients that you need when you're eating them or when you're taking supplements. You're reducing your nutrient uptake. This is also a problem. This is why I've told people so many times when they're having gut problems and digestive issues and colon problems, the first thing you need to do is cleanse your body. The second thing you need to do is stop eating GMO food. Stop eating the bread. Stop eating the pasta. Stop eating anything that you know is going to be contaminated. Start eating as clean as you can with organic vegetables and organic proteins. Nine, 99% of the time that I have helped people do that with their diet and their overall lifestyle, they have almost immediately started to have positive changes within the first week to two weeks because now their body is no longer trying to fight all these massive toxins and detoxify and shove it out in their liver, plug their kidneys up and everything else. All of a sudden, their body's going, wow, I'm actually getting real food. I'm actually being able to absorb my nutrients. I'm being able to absorb the multivitamin that I'm taking, the B-complex that I'm taking because my gut isn't so inflamed. Always remember what you put in your body, you're going to get out of it. And so if you're dealing with something and you're fighting something, doing the same thing you've done for years on end and expecting different results, well, you know what they say about that. So again, I encourage everyone right now. A lot of people have been getting sick around me. I've been very healthy, but I still know a lot of people getting sick. And I encourage people. I said, cut out the toxic foods, cut out the sugar, cut out the stimulants for at least a short period of time. If you can't cut them out all the way because you're just not able to, but at least do the best you can and get your body back in shape and detox your body out because there's no reason why you have to operate like this. Now, the individuals that have gotten five, six COVID shots down, all these booster shots, I don't know what really to say to that, to be completely honest with you, because I know there's certain nutrients in the N-acetylcysteine and other supplements you can take to help try to detox your body, but you can't keep taking in gene therapy and RNA spike protein therapy like this and expect some type of different results, and this is why. The doctors, the pharmacists, the researchers that have produced this stuff, this is why they keep pushing for booster shots. They are the ones, they know what this shot is doing to everyone. That's why they keep pushing everybody to keep getting it because it's not killing people off fast enough. And so what's best? Give them another shot. Give them another shot. Now they're talking about a COVID flu bivalent shot that's both RNA gene therapy. So they're ta- they've already talked about this. Pfizer's already gotten the green light to produce a flu RNA gene therapy shot and a COVID, which they've already done, RNA shot. Combining the two and giving them to everybody this fall coming up at the fall of 2023 as their annual COVID flu booster shot. That's coming this year, the end of 2023, before the flu season starts. And you want to start seeing some people get unbelievably sick This is a full-blown experiment that has gone completely wrong, yet nobody wants to stop it because too many people are making too much money, and nobody wants to talk about the truth. That's the fact that's happening right now, Dad. What do you think? (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh, but it's the truth. I mean, the irony of it is is overwhelming, Uh, just the the, the horribleness of it. And uh, sometimes, you know, when you see things that are so horribly macabre, you just don't don't even know how to respond to them. And you're right. And the thing that really is amazing to me 
is the insouciance of the American population, the lackadaisical attitude, the willingness to accept anything, the willingness to basically become part of the zombie apocalypse and just willingly step into it and do it over and over and over again. It's kind of like you see all these people in World War II, you know, Jews and Gentiles and Christians and, and all kinds of people being put on cattle cars willingly. They're being willingly relocated, you know, to, to, you know, to Dachau or to Auschwitz or some other horrible place where they don't want to go. Crime scene number two where they'll never be seen again. And you see it over and over again. But you see the same thing in the United States now. You always wonder how that people do that, why they get on these rail cars and leave and go somewhere else they don't want to go. Well, they were being told that it was for their safety and protection. And, you know, <laughs> we're going to keep you safe. We're going to protect you. And, uh, you know, you get to go to crime scene number two where you never want to go. And, and this is the same thing the United States population has done because of the fluoride and because of the tricycling antidepressants, because of the serotonin uptake inhibitors and the, last, the lack and the ability of having proper reasoning skills. They just allow themselves to get injected over and over and over again. They watch NFL football and some 24-year-old guy just drops dead on the field, which is what happened whether you want to look at it that way or not. He dropped dead and they resuscitated him. Uh, they think it's okay. You know, normally, what is it? Twenty-nine athletes have problems with heart attacks and cardiovascular events in one year globally. Now it's like fifteen hundred one year. But there's nothing to see here. Move on. There's just, just there's no statistical correlation. There doesn't prove anything. Well, sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. You know, it's fifty times what it's supposed to be. But people pretend like it's not happening. It, it's it's crazy. There's an interesting article, and I posted it on the website. And it's uh it's an inter- interview discussion between uh, Sasha. Lapova and Catherine Watt, uh, they're very clear thinking mind experts in their respective fields in U.S. law and pharmaceutical regulations, and it centers on Catherine Watt's analysis of the American Domestic Terrorism Program, which published April 28th, 2022, and a lot of things are going on at the state and federal levels to allow this to happen, allow this to continue to happen with all of the stuff that is going on with COVID. The critical decay, she says, began around 1983 when the public health emergency section was added to the 1944 Public Health Service Act, although the 1944 itself represented an additional militarization of the human medicine of the United States. Most of the worst laws were passed since 2000, that's right, just before 9-11, in the U.S. Department of Defense false flag anthrax attacks. They're listed below. She's listing them on this thing. And, and here's what she says. Here are a few points. Government-run mass murder is not an inconceivable crime. It's been done before. One of the most regularly conceived and executed crimes in human history. This may be the first time that dozens of governments simultaneously coordinated and launched a population cull using mass mind control to convince billions of people to commit individual acts of suicide and homicide under the pretext of protecting self, others, grandma, and public good. And, you know, Austin says it this way. If you didn't do what you were supposed to do, you were a neo-Nazi, skinhead, racist, grandma-killing Nazi. <laughs> I mean, that's what they implied. U.S. Congress legislated their own jobs away by not only putting all the power into the hands of the Secretary of Health and Human Services, but also by eliminating their own oversight power. U.S. Congress claims that they can't overrule the HHS, the Secretary's Emergency Youth Authorization Declarations, and they also put in provisions that no federal judge can review those declarations. However, U.S. Congress has neither the power to dissolve itself or the federal judiciary, yet the federal judges are deferring to them and the states, with exceptions like Florida, who are also going to go along with this. We'll see. When Pfizer subcontractor Brooke Jackson filed a false claims lawsuit against Pfizer for defrauding the U.S. government, she attached Ben Tafia's statement to work contract to prove that they were falsely saying that they were doing good clinical trials, which, by the way, is, of course, we all know is a lie. But she assumed the U.S. government would be grateful, but they weren't because they were in one fraudulent clinical – because they were in on the fraudulent clinical, clinical trials. They were fraud in its entirety. In Pfizer's motion to dismiss Brooks' case, they attached another 
contract called another transaction authority saying in effect that they have no obligation to collect listen to this they had no obligation to conduct valid clinical trials because the only goods and services that they were providing to the u.s government according to this contract were large-scale manufacturing and demonstration of prototype under the terms of the ota pfizer may have had no obligation to conduct valid clinical trials or to be in the compliance with any other regulations that govern clinical trials in other words the OTA did for the financial contracting side what the EUA did for the drug regulation side. In short, fake clinical, fake clinical trials were a psyop to convince the people to get the injections. In other words, we've done a clinical test on this. We've had, we had three mice in a clinical trial. Now, I'm facetious now. We had three mice in a clinical trial. They didn't do very well, but oh well, it doesn't matter. Take the shot anyhow. We did a clinical trial, all right? And these contracts with the manufacturers, the Department of Defense, had to be a participant. And every single phone call, every single email, every single meeting that happens between Pfizer or subcontractors or any of the pharmaceutical subcontractors and the FDA regulators, this means that DOD is in there directly controlling the decisions that the FDA makes and the announcement that the FDA makes and the material the FDA is allowed to review and we're not review. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and post this because this goes on and on and on. But the one way to know for sure this is a bioweapon is that the DOD has custody of the vials until their contents are drained into the arms of the recipients. And that is considered a federal theft if you divert the product anywhere in the chain of custody before it goes into their arms. You know, this goes back to what Austin talked about last week with DARPA and how so much of this stuff was directly tied together with DARPA and all the other things that are out there doing this. And, of course, it ties back into the nanotech and to the different types of compounds inside of the vials, linking us into a 5G, 6G hive mind system that they're already putting in implementation. By the way, remember, it was Donald Trump who brought us to kill shot. It was Donald Trump who brought us to Operation War Speed. It was Donald Trump who carpet bombed the economy and closed everybody down. It was Donald Trump who basically told us that we had to take the shot. It was Donald Trump who pushed the shot on everybody and still claims that he's the one who developed the kill shot and how great it is. I mean, just got just to gotta let him have what he has, and it's who he is. Gosh, guys, I enjoyed doing the scripture with you guys today. I really did. I love doing scripture on the show, and I love you guys very, very much, and I really appreciate you and all the letters that you sent me. Ask Dr. Ted B. at Yahoo.com. I answered all of them again. I'm all caught up on that, and I appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful, blessed day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Austin, finish it up, and God bless all of you. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I was I was watching some of the whole uh, theater show that we've seen in the uh, – Congress right now with Speaker of the House with Jordan and McCarthy and all this stuff. And it's been interesting to watch how some individuals are still actually really trying to push McCarthy in there. And uh, it's funny to me because, you know, I think a lot of these guys are all completely corrupt and a lot of the stuff is pure theater. But it's always funny that they want to put the same people who've done the same things, who continue to plan on doing the same stuff over and over and over again. One thing I'm just happy about, no matter what, is we don't have to look at Pelosi's drunk self anymore getting up there and rambling on in these grant tirades while she's slurring her words and babbling. That was just a fiasco anytime those videos would pop up. It was, that was an embarrassment. I mean, she's such a clown. It was ridiculous. But so we'll see what happens with this whole thing, and uh, hopefully we can make some changes. But we'll see again. Like I said, I've told people repeatedly, do the best you can to work on your home front, local stuff, local push. Continue to maintain continuity in your communities the best you can. And if you can't, then it's sometimes it may be best to look at an exit strategy. Just throwing that out there. I know it's rough sometimes for people to have to move where they've grown up and stuff like that. I mean, it's I've moved away numerous times for work and come back when I was younger and in college. But at the end of the day, 
you have to look at what's best for the family. I mean, if you got kids and you're living in LA and your kids are in public school in LA, I mean, guys, really, is that where you want them to be raised up now in a state that says we're a transgender child sanctuary state? I mean, what kind of perversion are they putting in those kids' heads out there? And it's sad. It really is because those kids don't deserve that. They don't deserve to be exposed to that type of perversion and be indoctrinated like that because they have no idea. They don't know anything that's going on out there except what they're being told. But again, that's people's choice to stay where they want. So I encourage people. Stay strong and keep up the fight. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. As always, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. you got nutritional questions, supplement questions that we can't answer on the phone or that we can't answer on the show. Be sure to check out the website. We have lots of different Q&A questions and articles on there that you can search. If there's something you can't find, feel free to give us a call or email us, and we'll be happy to help you out. But always be sure to check out the website first because there's a lot. we answer a lot of questions, the same stuff we talk about on the show, and the same nutrient information and diet information. It's the same thing I've told people before when they've been having issues as far as with whether it be with pregnancy, whether it be with certain things. You've got to make sure – your body is able to uptake the nutrients, meaning cutting out the bread, cutting out the gluten. Gluten is one of the nastiest things you can put in your gut, especially if it's not organic bread and it's GMO bread because there's a 100% certainty that wheat has been sprayed with glyphosate. So again, got to make sure your body can actually absorb the nutrients it's taking, which means you've got to detox your body and stop eating the garbage. So, so important coming into this new year. I encourage you, keep up the fight, my friends. Stay strong healthmasters.com if y'all need anything thank you for the support and contact us at your convenience have a blessed safe awesome night we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.